Good morning, family and friends. Thank you for joining me. Praise the Lord. This is a glorious Saturday. Amen. Praise the Lord for every day. I thought I would talk to you today about uh, my own testimony, my personal testimony, and just one of them, actually. I have so many testimonies um, that I could share, but this one is on my mind, and uh, I'll share it. But most of you may not know who listen to this podcast that I'm 75 years old. I turned 75 in January. I love the Lord with everything within my heart. And who brings tears to my eyes. And my heart's desire is to be an encouragement to others, to bring encouragement where there's discouragement, bring hope where there's hopelessness. So today I want to talk about illness. You know, Jesus is the great physician. Father God is the great physician. And um, we can always count on him. The, the Bible says that Jesus, by the stripes that he took at, on Calvary's cross, he said, you were healed. So we were already healed just as much as we were already saved. And so this, the situation would be, would be is, have we received it? Have we received that healing? Have we believed and have we received? And I don't know a whole lot about healing. I just know that I have been healed. So as I share this, let me go back to the year two, 2012. I had, um, I had been sick. I came down sick on... April 8th that year, which happened to be um, Easter, Easter evening. That evening, I started feeling sick, and I didn't know what was wrong. I just was not feeling well. I didn't want to eat, had no appetite. And uh, from there on out, from April 8th until about the middle of May, it went on that way, and I continued to be sick. And I put off going to the doctor. And I'm sure there are probably other people that have done that too, but I myself did it because I literally, the truth being, I did not want to hear a bad report. Amen. And I didn't think that it was going to be a good report because I had been sick quite a while. And um, actually... I just really didn't want to go through any more stuff in this world. (laughs) Amen. Some of you must feel like that at different times. Anyway, I uh, waited till about the middle of May. During that time, the first part of May, uh, first couple weeks in May at some point, and I can't remember the date, I had a, a friend call me, a girlfriend call me, um, that lived in my area and she had wanted to go to a particular church on um, Pentecost Sunday so uh, and and actually the the requirement was though is she had bought tick not tickets because you don't have to pay sorry about that but she had bought the uh, motel room paid for uh, any car in advance that we would need and um, 
So everything was paid for, and she wanted her husband to go with her. But her question to me was, will you go with me if he can't go or if he's working? And um, she said, all expenses paid. And I said, yeah, sure, I'll go. Well, I was sick at the time, but, you know, you could get better or something could happen in between that time and the, it was the end of May I think it was May 26th, 27th and 28th of 2012 I believe that the plan was to go to the church and uh, stay for the weekend stay for the conference that weekend or not the conference but Pentecost Sunday and uh, she said she wanted to go and visit the healing rooms and I thought That really did appeal to me because I needed a healing for one thing. And actually, I had never been to healing rooms. I had never been to a church that ran uh, healing rooms, nor had I ever worked in healing rooms. Um, Though I truly knew with all my heart that God was the healer. This was not the first healing I had experienced, but just one of many. And... um, And that would include even my children. We had miracles happen in our life. Um, But anyway, this particular time, I told her, I said, yeah, I'd love to go. And uh, so come the end of the month, actually, it came about the middle of the month, and I'm thinking to myself, actually, I don't think I thought this to myself. I really believe that the Lord spoke this to my heart, that I needed... um, this is one particular day I was just sitting in my husband's seat actually by where the phone is and he was at work and the thought came to me you need to find out what giant you're facing and I you know I don't know what it was about that I do believe it was the voice of the Lord that I heard and uh, that just kind of grabbed a hold of me and I felt like yeah that's what I need to do I need to know What giant I'm facing. And at that particular time, it was just the perfect timing. I reached over, I grabbed the phone, called my doctor and made an appointment to come in and find out, you know, what was going on in with my physical body. So uh, I made an appointment, got in to see her right around that same time. And, um, she did an ultrasound, uh, she did a CT scan, she did some blood work and some, she might have done a urinalysis or something like that. She did a pretty good workup. And um, so my husband and I, you know, after our appointment, we had to drive about 40 miles to get to our doctor from where we lived. So we are on our way home, and my doctor calls me on the phone. And she says, well, I, um, I want to call you with the results of some of these tests because you need to see a surgeon. And that was just the last thing that I wanted to hear. She said, you have a mass on your pancreas. You have a gallbladder full of stones, and that's exactly why you can't eat. And um, you had a two-inch, you have a two-inch nodule on your adrenal gland. And I just kind of felt like I, I, I didn't know, even know what to say. I just said, well, I didn't expect to 
to hear all that bad news and she apologized and I said well you know it's not your fault go ahead and set me up with a surgeon I'll go in and and see him and uh so she set me up right away with the surgeon I did go in and see him he looked over all my tests and he began to talk to me about surgery and the things that uh I would need to go through to get through this I'll we'll just call it an attack on my physical body because I was truly walking with Jesus there was no doors that I had opened to the enemy I um that I was aware of so I just submitted everything to God I told the physician or the surgeon I said well I can't go this particular weekend I'm not going to do anything until after uh, the 26th, 27th, and 28th. I'm going to be away that weekend. I already made plans, already paid for everything. And uh, he said, that's okay, go ahead. And then when you get back, call me. And so I did. Uh, We went to the church. We went to the healing rooms on Saturday. We went to Sunday service. Then we actually stayed two services on Sunday morning it was it's just so good the service was so good and um, then on on a Saturday when I noticed there was a difference was we had left the healing rooms um, at that particular church you go into an area that is called uh, an encounter room where they're playing live music live christian music where it's the lighting is low and most people in there are praying and most people are in there for things you know like myself you need a healing and so uh it was a beautiful experience to be in there i don't even remember praying for myself i just had the most peace about all of it and uh, it seemed like I prayed for my family I wanted uh, my children are not serving the Lord and I really wanted my children to really meet Jesus not just religion but they that religion would be broke off of them was my prayer that they would really meet the Savior and know him and experience his presence and uh so anyway they someone called me in and I went in and I prayed there was a a husband and a wife and two little boys that prayed with me and you have already filled out paperwork so they know what's wrong with you they know what they're praying about so when I went in for prayer first the two little boys laid their hands on my stomach which brings tears to my eyes because I know, you know, the faith of a little child is so precious. But they prayed for my, my uh, just laid their hands on my stomach and prayed. And then, um, and then the wife and the husband began to pray for me. And, uh, you know, since everything was internal, It wouldn't be like something you could see or even feel. It's not like I was in a lot of pain or anything like that. It wasn't like 
you know, a, a back injury or something like that. Or So the, the man that prayed for me asked me, you know, if I had a testimony. And I said, well, no, uh, because, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen my doctor yet. And I don't know, you know, what's going on inside. It, it would be hard to give a testimony, an accurate testimony. And um, so I didn't. And I said, you'll be the first to know, though, if, if I get a good report from my doctor and uh, anything has changed there. So we left, my friend and I left, we went to um, Olive Garden and ate, and I, I thought, well, I haven't been able to eat, but I'm gonna order chicken Alfredo, which I really like. So I did, and I ate half of that dish of chicken Alfredo and was able to keep it down, and I felt fine, and, and I just looked at my friend and I said, you know, it's, for me, it's a miracle just to eat. I haven't eaten since April 8th. The only thing I'd eaten is I would eat a few crackers or something like that. Whew, when I think about it, you know, the goodness of God can make me tear up so easy. But anyway, God has been good to me. I did, so I noticed that difference. The fact that I could eat was a real miracle for me right there. And um, it didn't mean that I was, you know, healed or anything like that. But it did mean that something had changed. So we went ahead and, and went through Sunday services and then drove back on Monday morning. Trying to think, we did not drive back on Monday morning. We drove back on Sunday afternoon after um, the second service that we stayed for and went back home. And then on Monday morning, I got up and I called the surgeon and I said, Okay, I'm, I'll make that next appointment and uh, come in. And he had a few more tests he wanted to take. and. So I think he took a, another CT scan. I'm not sure at this point what all he did, but um, whatever it was, this all the the scan of my pancreas, everything that came back, came back normal. There was no nothing, uh, no gallstones in my gallbladder. There was no mass on my pancreas. Everything was perfectly normal so they couldn't find anything wrong my doctor called me and told me that and I I told her I says well we can attribute that to prayer because you know I went to the healing rooms up up in Northern California and uh, and everything has changed and she said "Um, that's some powerful prayer and I said yes it is it's a powerful God and uh, I, I don't know, she was a different nationality than me, and so I don't know what she really thought or what kind of seed that planted in her, but hopefully a good one where she would go after knowing God. And then um, after that, I never did speak to the surgeon. He sent me a letter and he said, he just said on the letter, your pancreas looks great. So 
uh, everything was kind of cleared up by then, you know, there was nothing wrong. I was eating fine. Everything was fine. And I just want to tell you that to encourage you. If anyone is sick, go to God because he will heal you. He paid a high price to heal you. Is any kind of sickness, disease, um, spiritual torment, depression, anxiety, any anything that is not heaven sent came from the devil. And and you know I know there are some people today that don't believe that we are, you know that there is a devil. But if Jesus spoke more about the devil than he spoke about. Uh, healing or anything else in the Bible. We need to know what the Word says. But there's like this big battle going on in the world between good and evil. Good wants to take, or evil wants to take you out. Amen. The devil wants to kill you. He came, the Bible said, to steal, kill, and destroy. So I want to tell you right now that the closer you walk to G- walk with Jesus, the safer you are from the, the elements of this world and the, the things of this world and the things of the enemy. He, he, he will target you to steal, kill, and destroy. And he's been doing it for thousands of years, so he knows what he's doing. So I just encourage you to go to Jesus with it and not only go to Jesus, but trust Jesus to bring you through it. And you know, if you ever need someone to pray with you, I believe with everything within my heart that God is the healer. Don't hesitate to call for prayer. Don't hesitate to call. You can call Gail Manizak or you can call City Changers Illinois. And uh, actually, I'll give you my number right now. It's 916-932-3494. We pray for the sick all the time. On Tuesday evenings, we pray for many, 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 many calls that come in where people are sick or need deliverance. So in saying that, I'm going to say God bless you, each and every one. And I just pray, Father God, I pray blessings over each and every one that's listening to the sound of my voice, that they would have received the revelation, God, from heaven, that they would... Receive not just the head knowledge, but the revelation, God, that you still do miracles today. You're still in the healing business. You're still in the business of setting the captives free, whether it be addictions or torment or whatever. We thank you, Father God. I thank you for each one that's listening, each one that's encouraged, and I pray for them in every way to be healed and to be whole. And to walk with you just as close as they possibly can. That they might know you and the power of your resurrection. In Jesus name. Amen.